Help us, O God, to loose the bonds of injustice and to let the oppressed go free so that your light may shine and our world be healed. In the name of the one who brought light and liberty to us all. Amen. Well, good morning, all saints. I was very tempted to craft a sermon for this week centered around the phrase, rise up. But that seemed like it might not be the most faithful thing to do. And so I just offer you those words, rise up. And now I will preach. In today's readings, we are invited to be a beacon, to be a beacon of light for one another in the world. In fact, Jesus makes it clear. We as followers of Christ have light within us, and it is our responsibility, indeed it is our duty, to let that light be seen by others so that God can be glorified. Put another way, Jesus calls us to do good works, to be a people who share love and hope in the world as a way of pointing to God, the source of all hope and all good things. Now look, my friends, you don't have to understand how electricity works in order to shine your light. You see, we don't create the light. That light, that light of hope and goodness, the light of justice and mercy, indeed the light of Christ, well, that's already in us. We don't create it. We have it because of the gift that comes from the grace of the Holy Spirit. So friends, we don't have to create it, but we do have to share that light. I want to pause here just for a moment to explain a little bit about how sharing light works. Now, I'll be the first to admit I'm not a scientist, but I married one, and so she gave me this example to explain to you how light sharing works. Imagine that you have a flashlight, just a regular flashlight, not an LED high beam one, just a regular good old pantry flashlight. Imagine you take that out with your dog in the middle of the day. It's a sunny, bright afternoon, and you go for a walk. And while you're walking down the street, you turn on that flashlight and let it shine. Chances are if your neighbor passes you while you're walking along and sees you in daylight carrying a flashlight, he or she most likely will give you the side eye. But let's take that same flashlight, same exact regular old flashlight, and now walk with me at 4 a.m. on a Sunday morning into the crawl space underneath my house where I have to reignite the flame on the hot water heater so I can take a shower. Suddenly that same flashlight, that same light that served virtually no purpose at all during the middle of the day, will now in the presence of pitch black darkness underneath my house, that light, well, it's exactly what I need. Y'all, I'm going to talk about myself for a minute because... I don't want to step on anybody's toes, so I'm just going to talk about myself, okay? 
My friends, I am really good, and I mean really good, at turning on my flashlight at two in the afternoon when the sun is shining. I am great at having that flashlight on when everybody around me has a flashlight and all of the people are championing for the same calls that I am. I'm great, and in fact, I think that you all welcomed me into your community to share in mutual ministry with you because I can turn on the light when it's time to stand up in the pulpit and preach a word of hope. But y'all, when it's dark outside, when I'm in a room full of brilliant people who say something demeaning about refugees, It's hard for me to turn my light on. Or when I sit at the dining room table with my family, my my family, when I sit at that table and I hear them make disparaging comments about poor people or gay people, I can't even find my light. My friends, when it's dark outside, When light is most needed, let's admit it, sometimes we fail to turn on our light. In that moment, and I've seen it happen to you all, when a woman who was clearly unsheltered runs into you in the parking lot and all you want to do is just get to church on time, you turn your light off. Or perhaps it happens when you're driving down the connector and people cut you off. Or maybe it's when you're sitting in a boardroom making difficult decisions or trying to convince your partners that you need to provide living wages to those who work for you. In those moments, it can be so difficult to let your light shine, especially when we are afraid. Maybe I should say this is about me, especially when I'm afraid. When I feel alone and afraid, when I feel alone or feel like my ideals or my very identity is being attacked or threatened, it's in those moments of darkness that I sometimes hide the light. Now, y'all, I'm going to end with some good news. I'm going to finish with a song. It's Black History Month, and so uh, my grandfather taught me a lot of great spirituals, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end that way. So we're not going to stay in this, this down place. But I just want us to admit and to, to recognize that for all of us, there are moments in life where it's simply hard to be the light that Christ has called us to be. It's simply hard to turn our flashlight on in the pitch blackness. But all saints, we also do turn on our lights. It's not just the light that shines on our steeple, but it's also in the ministries that we do together. In our four core ministries, the Threads, Refugee Servant Ministries, MAC, and Covenant, those are ways that we turn on our lights and we go to the places of darkness where poverty and addiction are burying people and we go and we offer hope and light. And that's not the only way. There's an EFM class that sent birthday cards and prayers to a parishioner's son who is now in a place that certainly needs great light. And there's a mother here who lost a child. She lost a child some years ago, but she has now found the strength 
and courage to set up a group for other parents who've lost a child so that that group can be a light and a beacon. I could go on and on, friends, about the ways that we do find ourselves able to share light. I know I'm in a place with a lot of attorneys. You all do such great work. You offer freely of your services to gay folks, to trans folks, to poor folks, to the church. You give of yourself in the light. And for that, we're grateful. But we also must acknowledge that sometimes we don't do that so well. When I was growing up in South Carolina, my grandfather, he used to sing this old, old hymn, and he did it quite often. I'm not quite sure what it was about the song that resonated with him, but he would offer it almost every Sunday. The words of that hymn are, let your light shine, shine, shine. Let your light shine, because there could be somebody down in the valley trying to get home. The song goes on to say, it could be me. It could be you. It could be your brother or your sister, too. Could be somebody down in the valley trying to get home. I haven't been at All Saints all that long, but I've been here long enough to know. I've read the prayer request enough. I've seen your Facebook posts. I've watched you weep in the pews and talk to you in between services enough to know that some of us are down in the valley. Some of us are down in the valley struggling to find our way. And so, dear saints, I stand this morning just asking you to let your light shine. Let your light shine so that those who find themselves in the valley can find their way home. Amen.